Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 68.1. We're here to wrap it all up. Adelaide season finished a week ago, but the grand final has now been run and won. Uh, Johnny Warren medals, Julie Dolan medals. Uh, Adelaide had their award ceremony. Uh, there's some ins and outs of the Adelaide squad. Socceroos game coming up to talk about plenty, plenty of stuff to get through. Tommy's on the other end of the line, as usual. Here to wrap it all up. How you doing? Excellent, Sam. I've got a riddle for you. Go on. If a new franchise wins a trophy, but nobody cares, does it really matter? No. <laughs> You're not supposed to solve riddles there. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say if there's, you know, like the tree thing. If a yeah. tree falls in a... Fo- so like if Western United win a trophy, but there's... Nobody, Nobody or nowhere, there's nowhere called Western United to see it. Uh, did it really happen? And my answer would be no, it didn't happen. Similarly, no. I wanted to go down that route. And then I saw that 22,000 people went to this game and I thought, ah, it's a little bit disingenuous to say nobody saw it. Yeah, you're right. Where are they going to go and celebrate it? Where is the open top bus going to tell you what? It's going to be a long, long bus ride sitting on the roof of a double decker bus from. Hobart to on the ferry across to Geelong up to Ballarat and to wherever the fuck else these guys played home games everywhere but somewhere I don't know just whatever it's bad because I heard Nikolai Topol Stanley get seasick so that ferry is really going to fuck that guy up poor dude (laughs) he already looked shattered that he couldn't be there to play in this game Have you got any thoughts on the grand final? Did you watch this game? Uh, like on the actual game itself? Yeah, um, the actual football. We can briefly mention the football. We'll do the football and then we'll extrapolate it. We're, um, we're all here for Adelaide content anyway. So let's just get this out of the way and stroll, stroll on. All right, on the game, the early goal obviously played into the Woos hands. Um, they were always going to try and sit in stifle nullify City's advanced play and they're good attacking players and you know as soon as they had somebody to cling on to it was obviously going to be all hands on deck for the remaining 88 minutes and it wasn't exactly how it went like the Woo definitely had phases of the play where they were on top and they were probably good value for the victory in the end but you can't go past the fact that they scored the early goal and that at Obviously, it's going to immediately settle the nerves and it does really give a boost to the, to the team that scores that. And, you know, they were well in control for the majority of the game, I thought. Yeah, uh, real real catch-22 type game, this one. I would have been... Ha- I'm happy with either side losing, <laughs> but not really happy with either side winning it. So... <laughs> what know, a dilemma. It's like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> if, I, if I have to be completely honest, I think I did want City to win this. Um, but you know, Ooh, like you said, the the early goal just set it up for them nicely. Played perfectly into their hands, as it would scoring a goal. Funny thing, when you score a goal in a grand final, uh, you know, you score more goals in the opposition, you can win the game. It's remarkable. More Isn't teams it? should do it. I, I learned that from Michael Owen. Um, but Michael Owen should tell Liverpool. <laughs> I think, yeah, score some goals, win the game. Um, I think. West United, I had them down and out. The way they finished the season and then the way they, I guess, they they kind of stumbled over Wellington and then they were 
not great at all in the first leg against Melbourne Victory. And then all of a sudden, the next game, they just turn up and blow them away. And then they come out and beat Man City and keep it, uh, Melbourne City and keep a clean sheet as well. So, um, yeah, I guess they've done it. They're a good team. We've talked about them being a good team this year. I'm not going to tee off on them this episode. But if you want to hear Whoa. that, you tune into some older episodes where I've come on. let loose on the stupidity of this football club's existence. But, um, yeah, that as far as the playing group goes, a very good A-League squad. Yes, they are a very good A-League squad. Uh, incidentally, that's the fastest ever goal scored in the final. Yep. Um, Priovic and Lacroix, arguably the best signings of the season, and it is testament to getting your foreign signings correct. It, it seriously makes all the difference in winning anything in this league. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. What, what's, what was quicker on the weekend? West United's first goal or the time it took the commentators to mention 6-0 Melbourne victory Adelaide? <laughs> it was obviously Adelaide. The fact that fucking Archie is embedded into the Paramount content is, oh my God, we're going to hear it every year for the rest of our lives. We're never going to get away from this. We will never leave it. It's with us forever. Every grand final. It's grand final. Whether Archie's there or not, it's grand final folklore. It kind of is, isn't it? And it's always Yeah, we be... have to take it. Yeah, but not well. I'm never going to be happy about it. No, well, it's the night shift football motto. Fuck everyone that ain't us. <laughs> Talking about fucking everyone that ain't us. Western United. Let me tee off on them now because I haven't really... Go on then. I haven't really got stuck in like you have over the season. Because I've just tried to embrace it and enjoy it for what it is. Rah, rah, rah. But do you remember when the new franchises came in? These two new ones, the Wu and MacArthur. And they were sold as another avenue for like youth development in the two states that had the biggest youth um, participation Ooh. in football. Yeah, We needed this. In this game, there was not a single player under the age of 24 in Western United starting lineup. You tell me. How the fuck this is helping youth development in Australia? <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Uh, you're not going to bait me into this. I'm, I'm not going to do it today. It's a club sold on a line. I know. Built on fabricated foundation, dude. I know. Successful, ultimately in deception. They're a disgrace. That's, yeah. There's nothing more I want to say. It's it's a disgrace that the the you know the league even put them in. Uh, we haven't. I think. Honestly, I think we've let MacArthur off the hook. It's because they're not because they've been mostly crap. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, their attendance <laughs> as well, and just they like they have been a disaster inclusion as well. With a name, I guess, unless you live in that MacArthur region, the name doesn't mean it means as much as West United means to everyone else. It like what's what even is that? What is MacArthur? Unless you live there. We know, like people in Adelaide don't have a fucking clue what MacArthur is. We do now, oh God no, because they exist, but barely. I can still hear the cowbell. <laughs> That's all I can hear. Well, they <laughs> pantsed us this season, but they didn't make the finals, so eat it. Um, I was just going to bring you up on crowd averages quickly. Yeah, go I, on. I've, I've got a couple of stats on crowds this season. Um, you're right to say MacArthur had the lowest attendance of anyone this season. They did. They averaged three thousand and twenty-three people a game. Uh, the Wu were second last. They averaged 3,600, which yep. was the, the entirety of it. You could see field in the Southern Bay at Amy Park. 
Um, th- there was just a couple of funny ones that I wanted to pick up on. Sydney FC, are they not the biggest club in the country? Are they? I think they are. I mean, They're not. They'll, they'll tell us they are. They never have they been. Av- they averaged 5,500 people to a game this season. Yeah, a genuine joke. Genuinely pathetic sing when you're winning crowd base. Yep. Uh, Adelaide United, to our credit, we got 7,000 people there a week. We're even fourth? with one. Yep, fourth. Even with a quarter of the ground closed. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, well I, think that's, I think that's great too. Uh, the top was Melbourne. Uh, victory, nine and a half. Melbourne City were second, 7.7, which is okay. I guess, you know, maybe they're growing. Maybe they're... You would assume no, most of the 20-odd thousand were City fans on the weekend. Not enough for me, I think. What? Melbourne City. That. What What do you want them to be? They're only 1,000 behind victory now or 2,000 behind victory oh, I now. guess so. I think in general, I think all the numbers are down. Um, and I don't know. I kind of miss... Melbourne victory games seem to always have really good crowds. City, never really, but I feel like they should. Um even even when they're winning like this season, the games, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot wrong this year. It's hard to put it down. I think what we need is another season to go by. Yeah. Post another post-COVID season to go by before we start really drawing conclusions on this about mm-hmm. whether or not it was COVID that played a big factor. I think it has played a significant factor. Um, general costs of existing as a human these days are a massive factor. <laughs> Um, Optus. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll give it no, another I, season. I agree, I agree. Because you're seeing AFL NRL crowds down as well. So it's it's a it's a nationwide thing. I, I agree. I think COVID has had a massive impact. The the big bash as well over summer was an absolute disaster, crowd wise. Yes. We're we're not ones to play into crowd figures usually. I just thought it was thought it was just funny to pick up on that. Yep. Um did you see the second goal? In the grand final, quickly. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The Previ- the previous goal. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask, what what the actual fuck is Jenkinson doing? He <laughs> allows the striker to like physically drop him beyond the defensive line, and then absolutely gives it up when Previc gets on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no answers. That kind of that that there is why people wonder why he never made it at Arsenal. That's that's why. That's why. He just totally switched off in that moment. I don't know. Do you think he was offside? The, the linesman gave it, but... As Honestly, before, from what I've seen of this guy in the A-League this season, he clearly thinks he's too good for it, I reckon. and uh, Or that he... Maybe not he thinks he's too good for it, but probably expected it to be a bit of easy money. Oh, potentially. Yes, potentially. He'd been the, guy so played, alive. the guy played Premier League and now he's come to the A-League and he's thinking Australia, A-League. And uh, yeah, well, in saying that, Mariapa didn't play too many games for Macarthur this season, so it's not as easy as you think. No. Um, anyway, I think that's probably way more time than the grand final deserves, considering that Adelaide weren't in it, and we're mostly here for Adelaide content. So, on that, let's switch Great. it across to the uh, <laughs> the big medal counts during the week: the Johnny Warren Medal and the Julie Dolan. Is that a medal too? The Julie no. Dolan Award. I assume um, so. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Start with Dolan. Let's start with Dolan because we got the result that we so richly deserved. Congratulations, Fiona Watts. Yeah. 
big win taking that. Um, Adelaide this season getting it. Well, how far did we get? We nearly went all the way. Semis kind of, yeah, just kind of falling short, kind of like Adelaide uh, or like the like the men's side. Um, yeah, season of near misses. So this one is this is really good for for an Adelaide player to get this award. Fiona Warts was excellent this year, banging goals, assisting goals everywhere. So, congrats. Yeah, she had a great season. Uh, also picked up the Adelaide Club Award. So she clean sweeped it basically, and she uh, she's I think we said a few weeks ago she signed on for another season. So we get to see this shit all over again. Yeah, I believe Adelaide. Uh, didn't they? We've got their coach of the year as well in the we women's did. league. Uh, I can, look, I'll draw attention to it. We can never remember this guy's name. <laughs> We're really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I looked it up today as well, and it's just totally, I, I should have written that down. Congratulations to you, faceless man of the Adelaide United Women's Club. <laughs> Thank you for finally getting us into a finals appearance. Yeah, it was great. It was a great year. Um, I actually we we watched quite a lot of the women's games on Paramount there, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching them. The good style of football, um, plenty of goals with Fiona and Chelsea Dorver up there. So mm. good. Hopefully they go again next season. Um, yeah, we got some weapons, man. Condon, yeah, absolute Dylan weapons. Holmes. Yep. Um, the Johnny Warren. Yeah. Should we have a good whinge about this now? I think this could be the final rigged or shit for the season. Ooh. Go on. I, I pose it to you, Sam. Is Jake Brimmer winning the Johnny Warren rigged or shit? It's neither. Oh, come on. You can't sit on the fence. Look, I don't think it's outrageous that he won it. I was going to pose to you what I think rigged or shit is O'Shea coming second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, potentially, potentially, yes. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of media appreciation for Jay O'Shea, and I think we miss it. I think a lot of like the Queensland, New South Wales yeah. football press really enjoy how he plays, and they see a lot more of him. Than yeah, we we're do. not Eastern State, so yeah, that's it. We don't get a lot of Queensland coverage, and yet. obviously, Eastern State is all that matters. Of course, that's where the news is created and disseminated, so it doesn't matter what goes on down here. I. I just for him to beat Craig Goodwin is a travesty. I don't mind if he rounds out of the top five, but it was the it was the vote counts that made me think read your shit. Jake Brimmer got 32, eight more than Craig. In what I just I cannot think over the course of a season without seeing every game, but where could Jake Brimmer have polled more votes than Craig Goodwin? It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I think it just became a media hyped thing, um, where every time Every time Melbourne Victory won, they always talked about Brimmer. Um, whether he was, you know, necessarily great or not, um, you know, obviously gets a lot of the ball in there, but he's a centre midfielder. So he should. That's what you do. I, I <laughs> yeah. you know, he has he had his moments. He had his games. I like. I think he's an he's a great player, um, and I like. I don't think it's too outrageous that he's won this. Um, you know, but I don't see him being eight votes ahead of Craig Goodwin. I find a bit stiff given that, you know, when Adelaide's the games Adelaide have won, you'd think Craig would just about be in the votes every time. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if it's because Popovich did play so often deep set 
defensive structural organization. And so the only bright light in that team a lot of the time was Brimmer because he was the one picking up the balls in between the lines and he's the one you remember. But on that same note, you would think D'Agostino or Falami or, you know, uh, Geria or fucking anyone, Davidson, anyone at the back would have picked up votes as well. It just, I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't, it, seems, it doesn't sit right with me. It seems too one, one-sided one for a Melbourne victory team. Often the way these things go is like, you know, the the team, like a team that wins a lot and goes really well, don't always necessarily poll a lot of votes for an individual because they get shared around the team. And this these haven't really been shared around, which really, I don't know, I guess you could look at it another way and say that highlights the, a flaw in Melbourne victory. And that's, Maybe why they were pumped in the semi-final and didn't get the result. <laughs> hey, pumped by the eventual champions, they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you think of the top five? Uh, Pena and uh, Ulysses Devia, or Devilla, as I've been told, uh, rounded out the top. Do you think they're the best five players in the A-League this season? I think they're five good players. Are they, well, uh, you know, um, we've spoken about Pena. I think we're both big fans of Pena. Um, <laughs> Davila, I think won't be when he goes to Sydney. No, definitely not. Uh, Davila, I think you know uh, has his has his moments overall. I'm not sure consistent enough to be in the top five players of the year. I don't know. Maybe through you know other other good players having stints out through injury like Berenger, um, that's probably helped that situation. But yeah, I'm not too upset. I just think Craig should be ahead of. <laughs> definitely O'Shea. definitely ahead of O'Shea at least <laughs> yeah well he wasn't robbed for long because he came back to Adelaide on Monday and picked up the Aurelio Vidmar awards yeah which means well you owe done. me a six pack I do owe you a six pack I honestly thought Yavi Lopez was going to win it I can't find vote count so I don't know how close it was but I do owe you a sixer yeah um, I think I wonder if was Javi second we don't know I, that's the thing. I can't find, and this is another thing on the Johnny Warren and the Adelaide Awards. Can't find because we haven't looked or. No, I genuinely looked. There's just no, <laughs> no one reports on this kind of thing. Like yeah, this right. award, the Johnny Warren award, I didn't even realize was on until it was two hours in. Like. Yeah. Really I didn't realize missing, either. Uh, yeah. We're missing a beat by not trying to emulate the Brownlow or whatever the NRL award is. Like it should be a televised event. I think I've said this every year. And I think yeah. when. <laughs> When Foxtel, when Foxtel had it and they had the Johnny Warren night, they did it in this really weird, it was so cringy and rushed and just like, I just, I just thought it was terrible. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just, it could be better, couldn't it? Surely. I would watch it. If you actually put on a small I would event, watch it. I would watch it. Yeah. Because it's like a way to wrap up the season and you see clips and you see highlights and you award the best goal and you do all that. Like it's a, you can really turn it into a big thing, but we fucking never do it. Yeah. Um, I believe that's Craig's second. It is. Yeah. He won yeah. in 2016, just before he left. The championship year. Yeah. The championship year. Did he win it that year? He won it that year. Yeah. There you go. Craig Goodwin. Congrats. Well done. Uh, please stay King of the North. Oh, now that I've said that, I'm not sure that it was the champion. It may have been the next season. <laughs> Might have been 16, 17. But please stay. Please stay. We're doing everything we can to make him stay. Don't you worry. No, he did win it in 2016. 
Um, and he's the fourth player to have won the award at least twice, oh. following Galekovic, Casio, and of course Izzy, who has four. Isaias. Yeah. Oh, Isaias. What a man. What a man. Um, yeah, great season for Craig. And please stay. Please yeah, stay. Yeah. Also- people- Sorry, I was just going to also mention that he also did win uh, uh, the Golden Boot as well. He did, didn't he? And he picked up all of the Red Army awards, the best, the Players Player Award, the Members Awards, and stuff. And yeah, yeah. he won everything, man. And so he should. (laughs) The Players Player, yep. It was the same with the women's. Um, Fiona Watts won the Players Player as well. Uh, She also won the Golden Boot. Um, Mm -hmm. Another one I think worth mentioning: uh, A League Men's Rising Star was Bernardo and Alexander Popovich. Oh, split award. You know, I would have just given it to Popper. Personally, I think he had a way better season than Bernardo. I think it's due really just to amount of games. Okay. I guess they were split, hey? They would have played both yeah. 10 or 11 each. Yeah. So I think Popper, Popper came in more towards the end of the season. Bernardo around probably for more pre-season. of the season, but very much pre-season, yeah, yeah. not always involved. So Popper, Popper was the find of the season though, wasn't he? He is without a doubt the best young player we have at the club now. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm absolutely thrilled with him. I think he's been sensational, and I can't wait to see what he gives us next year. Yeah, I can't believe how good he is. Like he looks like a seasoned A League professional already. And like, yeah, like you said, get a preseason under him, get him in the gym for a bit. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know what we're going to do at the back. We've, I mean, do you want to go into who we've released now? We have got rid of two centre-backs. Uh, yeah, just give me a second, though, because I'll just mention Adrian Stenter. It's the name of our women's That's coach. the coach, uh, yes. We know it It was there, but um, <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I feel bad about it. We should have known that. <laughs> but we don't take our job on here all that seriously. <laughs> but Stenter does. Adrian Stenter does. And he has done a wonderful job for that, my women's yeah. side. What are we going to do with the back? Who's going to partner Popper, given that we have now released Jacob Tratt and George Timotheu? Hold your applause. Okay. What am I waiting for? Nothing. Just hold your applause. I just thought you'd be ecstatic at the fact. (laughs) I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean in this episode. We're only celebrating people losing their jobs. It's not being mean. uh, You know, unfortunately, Tratt, really not up to it George Timotheu I really I don't understand what how he was at Schalke he I don't know I hope he's still pretty young I hope he can find some sort of form somewhere else again um, and get better uh, Kaledi hey. <laughs> unfortunate footballer don't you start um, well, sorry we're just doing centre backs but yeah uh, <laughs> Lockie Bar Popovich hook it into my veins Let's do that. No, Yako. Would you go out and try and sign someone? Uh, we obviously have to try and sign another centre-back because we've lost two. So I'll at least try and get another one. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'd be ha- I'm happy to just see Popovich and Barr play it out. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Uh, I, I feel like you're about to tee off on Joe Coletti, who is uh, the literal I admire your hustle Coletti meme. Yeah, that's why it was so hard I wasn't, to cut you. <laughs> I wasn't going to tee off on him. I just—he's not you're good. Glad, you're glad to see him go. I'm, 
don't know if glad either, but it just I oh, we've done it before, but the work rate's there, the energy's there, and you can't knock that in a guy. Um, unfortunately, I just don't think the talent is there. And, yeah. you know, having said it, ha- having said that, you know, he, I, he doesn't seem too far off Zach Clough. So, um, oh, well, thanks, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for your yeah. efforts. And, uh, thank, you know, thank you, see you later. I don't hold any ill will towards these guys. They, you know, no one comes in and deliberately tries to be bad or, you know, not be a good footballer. It just, it's just how it works. I don't know. Romario could be a good shout. I um I am going to miss the Nugget. I love the Nugget, and all you know. But ultimately, I'm glad that he's going because it frees up a space for Johnny Yule. Yep, frees up the space for a footballer to come in. <laughs> um, the other one, I guess, the big one we wanted to. <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing official about where yet. But it looks like Cassini Yangi is going to Western Sydney. I don't believe that's officially been announced, but it's officially been announced that he's leaving Adelaide. And if he's not going overseas, then he is an absolute fucking dog. Why? You're going to leave it at dog? Yeah, I'm just going to leave it. I'm not adding a C-bomb on the end, but I'm tempted to. Why? Why? If it's true, if he's going to West Sydney, why? Okay. Why the only the only excuse that I've read online is that sometimes footballers who go through a period of injury are advised that that period of injury can be best solved away from where it was acquired. And that is literally the only excuse that I've seen. I'm so not far. buying that at all. That's wherever you read that, that's a load of pish. Um, I think it was a, a reporter talking to the agent, I think. No, I think it's just ego and this guy, we know he's got an ego. We kind of don't mind that about him. That's what makes him exciting. But he's got a lot to learn as a footballer still and being a team player. Um, he also dives a lot, which I don't like. But, you know, he's a, another player that we've developed here and given the chance. And so it really pisses me off if they decide to go to another A-League club, you know, yeah, unless, for, unless for the no clubs, money. you know, yeah. Oh, unless the club's saying, you know, look, this isn't going to work out. But, you know, we were a fan we, of this guy and whatever. Yeah, we, we, cl- we clearly wanted it to work because he started both the semifinals. So, yeah. The, the semifinal and one of the prelims. Oh, oh man. If you thought Ninkovic, uh, not Ninkovic, what's his name? <laughs> Who was the Milosnitch? Yeah, if you reckon him and uh, Altura and the like got bad. Bad raps coming back to Adelaide. You wait, Yangi. Yangi you is wait till you come back it. to Highmarsh, Yangi. I tell you. Yeah. You better hope you're injured, Yangi. <laughs> yep. Disgrace. <laughs> no, that's it is it's such bullshit. Like hopefully he does end up somewhere, not in Australia, but if he does, like what and West Sydney, why? Mark Rudin, really? He's gonna develop you as a footballer. No fucking way is that guy gonna do anything for you. No, nah, no chance. No chance. Um, how about on a positive note, Adelaide announced uh, just prior to our recording on a Monday night, the re-signing of Juan Day and Javi Lopez for next season. I know. Massive. Massive. Huge. Um, we speculated it might be Javi, 
so glad that he is. He's not retiring. The Twitter rumors can be put to rest. It was the one day one that made me ponder, is this actually a good thing? Yeah, I, I think there's still enough of a player there to definitely warrant keeping him. I wouldn't have been too upset had we not kept him, but, um, you know, it's it's a plus to keep him. Um, I've just, I'm very much concentrated on the keeping Javi Lopez. This guy's quickly become one of my all-time favourite Adelaide players in the time he's been here. Um, the leadership he's shown, the, the, the passion he's shown as well for Adelaide, uh, the quality that he brings as well. I love watching him play. Um, super excited to be able to go to Highmarsh again next season and watch him again. Yep, definitely. I love his consistency, um, his fitness, obviously. Like he played in a back four that changed so often, almost on a weekly basis. He was the only stalwart in it. He was the only first name that was actually picked every week for the back four. And you can't underestimate enough. Mm, kiddo. And kiddo. Eventually, he was well, two of the four. There was a little bit of Cavallo action in there as well. <laughs> I like kiddo. Hey, I gave kiddo big raps the other week. I like kiddo. I do think we need to sign a left back, but I do like kiddo. Don't get me wrong. Um, back on Yavi. Great re-signing. Well done, team. Get a few, of me, uh, few, few more of these locked in. Hopefully a Craig Goodwin in the coming weeks. Hopefully an Ibisuki. Hopefully not Zach Loff. And I'll be a happy man. Yeah, agree on all of that. Nothing to add or take away. Um, Just on Adelaide quickly, did you see on. the rumours? Uh, obviously, Damian Murray isn't going to be the assistant um, full-time. It was always going to be a little short stint. We're being linked with Mark Milligan at the moment. I just want to draw quick thoughts on that. I know you're, you're pulling this face and you're talking through your teeth suddenly, which tells me you don't rate that at all but I think you know but you choose to forget that I don't mind old Mark Milligan you love Marky I don't you love, love Marky him Mark. I don't love him Dude, but, you got a crush on Mark Milligan but I you know I don't hate him like everyone else hates him just because he played for Melbourne Victory I think he was probably an underappreciated socceroo at the time as well when you look at what we have now um, and I, I think he can you know, there's a lot of experience and travel in that guy, and I think he could be a, a handy addition to the club. Yeah, I was trying to bait you. I don't mind Mark because he was the guy that was tacked on to the end of the golden generation. He was almost supposed to be the guy that was going to herald in the next generation. And he was a victim for that. He was. He really was, yeah, because he obviously couldn't do that because he didn't have the cattle around him. That wasn't him either. He's, he wasn't that level. Qu- wasn't quite that level. Mark Milligan? No. I think potentially he could have been in, in an environment that he flourished within, but he never really got the opportunity. Yeah, potentially. He yeah. played a little bit of league two, I think, and knocked around in the, the lower leagues in Europe. But, you know, if he was a guy that was actually trained and played to his position, that maybe that, that might be the thing. We never knew his position. Was it fullback? Was it defensive midfielder? Was it in the midfield? Like, yeah. where was he best served? I don't know. As an assistant, whatever. Whatever Carl wants to do, I don't really mind. <laughs> like, if it's Mori... If it's Mark Milligan, you know, if it's his son, Tommy, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, oh, how are we going for time? Just a quick word or two on the Socceroos squad, if you don't mind, for the games coming up. Crucial World Cup qualifier, I guess, is on the way shortly. 
Um, yes. I think it might be more about who's missing now, given that Tom Rogic pulled out this morning. Yeah. Has Tom Rogic contributed enough to the Socceroos in the last few years to be too worried about? I think he had the one standout game here when the game where Craig Goodwin came on and scored. Rogic was yeah. fairly good in that game, I recall. Uh, but apart from that, uh, will, will Australia miss him too much? Look, I agree with what you're saying. I don't think he has actually contributed that much to the Socceroos over the last few years, but he has to be the most informed player in the entire squad. There is that as well, yeah. And so to miss that now going forward, I that like for me, Arnie would probably have been building his entire game plan around Tom Rogic. And that just seems to me like an absolutely catastrophic blow. Yeah, uh, it'll be a big loss. Um, the other one I think if, uh, you were probably going to mention was Jason Cummings. Oh, come dog. Oh, the sad tale of come dog. He's done everything right. Why can he not get a call up? I I think there was never any chance uh, that Arnie drops Mitch Duke. Um, and Mitch Duke has goals for the Socceroos next to his name now, even though, you know, we could debate... <laughs> <laughs> the quality of the opposition that he scored those goals against. I think what Duke has done against some of these opposition sides, I think Cummings could Cummings could easily do plus plus some. That's more. Yeah. So, yeah, that's unfortunate there. Um, I saw a few people mentioning Brimmer not being in the squad, having won the Johnny Warren medal. Not sure where he really does fit at this point anyway, no, but... The- he yeah. seems to be a player that I'd be looking at for probably the next campaign. With the way Arnie plays, he doesn't really, I don't think a Brimmer type would actually excel in his formation. But in saying that, you know, Arnie could have called up Brimmer to replace Tom Rogic and didn't. He called up nobody instead. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be a good move. <laughs> Arnold also said on Cummins, um, Come Dog's admission, uh, he's too similar a player to McLaren who got the nod instead. He likes how he's chosen his four strikers. Taggart, Duke, D'Agostino and McLaren all offer something different, which is just plainly false. Stop trying to shit down our throats and make us eat it. I don't, like, I don't just tell us that you have your favorite players and pick them. I'd much yeah. prefer that. Just be honest. Because yeah, just... I wonder if, has he made a comment? Have we heard anything about why Andrew Redmayne has made it into the fucking Socceroos squad? Can we deal with this? I mean, surely the gaff against Barcelona was enough to put the last nail in his career, surely. But then, no, Sydney signed him to a new three-year deal. So it's a thing. It's going to be a yeah. thing. And he plays for the Socceroos apparently as well now. So we have to deal with that. Yeah. I just Hopefully, Lawrence Thomas coming back to West Sydney gets rid of him <laughs> in that respect. Someone, or Joe Gauchi, or, you know, just someone edge him out. Anyone. He doesn't need to be in there. Any one of the stack of goalkeepers in the A-League that were better than Andrew Redmayne. Which you could probably name 11 of them, I'd say. There's a good bunch, including Sydney's other goalkeeper. Yeah, and Ollie Sale, who is a New Zealander, but I'd much prefer him in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man. Redmayne sucks. He just sucks. He's so shit. Yeah, he's, he's not good. He's never been great no it was it's always it's always funny to watch the um the adelaide west sydney final because he's in goals for west sydney in that game yeah the way that he just totally flaps at the sanchez win uh the winner right at the end of the game is fucking brilliant 
Yeah. Um, that's all I got, really, unless you got something else. No, just good luck, Australia. And when I say good luck, I'm saying that from a standpoint of I'm not going to get up to watch the game and I'm not going to be upset when I wake up and see that we haven't qualified for the World Cup because it's not fucking happening. It'll probably ah, be the best thing. It'll probably be the best thing that happened to the national team until it's they a, appoint John Aloisi. It's a proper night shift kickoff time. So uh, we'll, we'll see how, we'll see if we manage to stay up for that one. Um, we got a few we'll, minutes. We'll do a 5.30 a.m. record afterwards. We won't. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, if you wanted to, I believe you had some, some of our A-League predictions. Yes. The start ALM. of the season. ALM hindsight. Let's you know, whiz through this. When I went back and looked over, I forgot that we did like a plus minus system on squad recruitment more than where we thought they were going to finish. Oh, did we? It's still got some nice gems coming out of it. It's harder to rank. <laughs> okay. as suits name. Nonetheless, equal amounts of peaches and stinkers to reflect upon. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide United, we finished fourth in the end. Sammy, you said we'd finish the six. Uh, we finished in the six. Yeah. Um, but overall, a minus on squad recruitment. Mm, yeah, that's... How do you feel now? Uh, at the time, I still believe I stand correct. I, I then, probably agree with that because our then, best signings were in January. And then Ibasuki comes in, Bar comes in, and uh, Popovich starts playing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm pretty happy with that. Too. Although I, I did we... probably understate the signing of one day. Uh, potentially, And, and yeah. Izzy. And Izzy, yeah. I'm not sure I thought Izzy could be uh, as good as he may be. We did question the Izzy signing. We uh, <laughs> we actually likened it to the Ronaldo signing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I thought that Yangi and Torre needed to play without injury throughout the season, um, which they didn't. But I also said we would make the six, which we did. So who knows? There you go. Our, predict- our predictions are good. No, predictions are good. We'll just, we'll just pick through a couple of these quick because we're short on Yeah, time. go on. Central Coast Mariners will finish below Adelaide and won't make the six. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Got it again. How good are we? Uh, MacArthur picked up Curdo and Davila. Massive signings will make the finals. I tipped them oh. top four. They finished seventh. What did I tip them? <laughs> He said we'll make the finals, so top six. Ah, well, they probably should have, you know, with that squad. I didn't know they were going to have home games with 400 people there every week. It's true. It's true. You can't predict that kind of thing. Nah. That's out of our control. They were distracted um, by Cowbell. Anyway. <laughs> both of us. We can't both get them us, all right. No, we can't. But we did get this one right. We both picked City to win at the league. So well ah, done, everybody. Well done. But also during the podcast, we spent an inordinate amount of time Googling Manuel Pucciarelli. <laughs> he ended up like 15 minutes. City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just had a huge discussion that. on whether he was going to be a striker or a shadow striker. And it turns out he just sat on the bench. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know. He was he sat on the bench eleven times, so I just <laughs> just didn't okay. let it go. <laughs> he just there must have shit. Anything else? Uh, victory, victory. You said you gave them three pluses because they signed Garia, Davidson, and Brillante, which you know I think is justified. 
I think justified. They won the cup and those three players were big. I thought uh, Gary would have been the best right back in the league if it was, wasn't for Yavi Lopez. One Yavi Lopez. And I think Davidson was probably the best left back in the league. So, um, yeah. yeah, fair. They won the cup. I, they probably should have got to the grand final after that first mm-hmm. leg, but yeah. That's true. They ended up finishing second. Uh, Popovich won coach of the year. They had a great season. Um, my favorite part of this was you telling Archie Thompson to shut his fucking mouth repeatedly. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> Probably because he was talking about the grand final result. <laughs> well, Archie Thompson should shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> He's did a TikTok you? Star. Oh, just quickly, I don't know if you tuned into that. We haven't talked about it because whatever, but the A-League All-Stars Barcelona game. And mm, I did Archie Thompson's antics throughout and just his comments and the way that guy acts on TV. Not only is he a massive idiot, but he makes my spine curdle with cringe. It's just he, so bad. It's a certified clown, but like not in an entertaining way. No, I had to turn it off at one point or just mute the TV and walk away. He was trying, they were trying to get him to say paella. Oh, no, and he was, no, <laughs> it was it's not I, hard. We're not, we're not repeating it. We're just, Move on. Let's move on. Let's not forget this is the guy that crash tackled a kid two foot <laughs> in a mini match at halftime. Next. did some questionable things. No, okay. Uh, next. Jets. 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 We talked for so long about this Savas Citrivianus. <laughs> Savas Citrivianus. He's on the bench with the Melbourne City guy. No, no. He played 19 times this season for the oh, Jets. Oh, okay. He only scored two goals. So bank that one as a win for the night shift prediction team. <laughs> what did we say? We said he was going to be shot. Oh, brilliant. There you go. Happy with that. Uh, we also picked the Jets to be bottom two and they finished ninth. So that's pretty close. Well, that's close. Up. Not quite, but yeah, close. Uh, Sydney, pretty much all we talked about is why would you want to live in Sydney? Um <laughs> You, you why made, would you? I think it's even more uh, present now as to why you wouldn't want to. Yeah, you made, but in this, you made the really astute prediction: victory will go past them this season, and they certainly did. Thank you very much. Um, the Nucks, the Nucks. We're getting into murky territory now. Yep. Uh, you gave them a big, big, uh, big minus on the previous season squad. Did which I? Is fair. Yeah. They lost a lot of players. They pretty much only replaced them with Hooper. Yeah, um, but at the time you rated Uffi as better than Corica, uh, which turned out to be true. Hey, get they around finished, me. They finished above Sydney. I said they finished bottom. So <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, if we did, if we did the awards the same way we did the night shift awards for the Premier League on uh, episode sixty-eight, if you want to listen to that, um, Tune in. I would have given Uffi Tallai manager of the season probably for the job uh, he did. Yeah. But that's that's that pile of crap that squad and that their, pile of wank <laughs> and the amount of games they had to play away from home all season and yeah tough yeah, times. For the whole, i totally agree for the whole thing he's been remarkable and the team has done such a great job they did yep. not they should not have been anywhere near the finals so congratulations wellington western sydney wanderers yes i don't know if you remember this is this the team you said that would have the best <clears throat> center midfield pairing in the league I may have said that Antonis and Ugarkovich would be the best central midfield pairing. Of they the added season. Rodwell to that too. 
I did add, he was the captain of the All-Stars, so he must have had a decent season. Uh, I rated it. I said that finished top two. This, I really should just stop at this point, should I? Go on. I I didn't get anywhere near it. Keep going. I said Hamed will be massive. He scored six goals. Yeah, I just tipped this team to be the, the team that would beat City in the final, basically. Right. Yeah, long way off that one, but... You're allowed to swing and a miss every now and again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Speaking of swings and a miss, uh, Sammy what did mocked Aloisi as being a good a good coach and predicted <laughs> failure. <laughs> Still don't think he's a good coach. <laughs> do you just feel like he's going to be the next Socceroos coach now? I do. Given the timing. And, and it sickens me. It's gross, isn't it? And yeah. It feels like... It's jobs for had, the boys. It isn't it? Because it's Fox championing... Arnie, and now it's Optus saying, oh, here's our boy. Here's Luisi. Yeah, Optus, Paramount, the works. Optus <laughs> used to have them on his couch, and yeah. they posted a thing today about, is he going to be the new coach for the Socceroos? Yeah. And it's like, here we go again. It's the same fucking shit over and over. Well, he failed so many times, and now he's, you know, eventually got a gig with this incredible squad. And look, turns out you can win stuff if you have a really good squad. Yes, paging Pep. <laughs> <laughs> Next. That's it. I gave him a big tick. I said Leo LaCroix and uh, Prijevic were going to be good. And um, they signed better plays and they lost. So yeah, I did tip that finish seventh, but I ended up winning the whole shit. So there you go. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Is that all that's we've got? It. That's the A-League season. That's it. Yeah, that's we're it. Done. All right. Um, great season. Look, I think uh, if anyone listens to our Euro episodes, so episode 68 on there as well, we said we're probably going to have a bit of a break through the off season. Um, what do you reckon? We'll probably end up recording next week about the Socceroos sometime, won't we? We're, we're going to get a Ruse podcast, definitely. Yep. We'll get a Ruse Socceroos podcast out next week sometime after the, the big game. Not before, but definitely after the main one. Um, and yeah, we'll stay tuned. Keep in touch. Get around us on the socials. Um, have a good one, folks. Thank you, everybody. Go Adelaide. Go Adelaide. Don't forget to go back and listen to our other episodes as well, not just the point ones. We've got Euro episodes 68, 68.1. Get around it. Bye. Peace.